This is the Wake Up Rundown from News and ABC. Good Monday morning, everybody. It is February 10th, and I'm Jess Berganti with your Storm Tracker forecast. It was a mess overnight with some steady yet light snow, and that continues to be snow picking up to be heavy in high spots. We've already seen the mixing here in Albany. We already had that quick coating to maybe up to an inch for many valley locations, but with the mixing, now it's becoming more of a slushy event for many, especially on treated roads. You're seeing that salt actually melt a lot of that snow, but it is still coming down steadily and heavily in hill towns and mountainous areas, so take it slow. This will become more of a mix by the mid to late morning, even at times just that rain in Albany and many folks surrounding it. But remember, if you're headed towards the hill towns and mountainous areas, it can still be a very snowy event, picking up a general two to three inches in high spots, if not close to five to six inches in some of the hardest hit spots in southern Adirondacks. For today, a high of 43 dictates again. It's too warm for it to be anything but rain at times by the end of the morning, early afternoon. And while we'll catch some dry time, it'll be breezy. It already is this morning. Winds are out of the south 10 to 20 miles per hour. Those winds become out of the west this evening. And we'll notice that we'll have some evening showers as far north as Albany. And the concern is we dip to sub-freezing overnight. So watch for refreeze where it's slushy. Watch for those clear roads if they remain wet overnight. Could be more of a black ice scenario overnight into early Tuesday. So we're not totally out of the woods even as we dry out. Tuesday could pose a quick rain or snow shower as we track a system mainly staying well to our south, but it could spray up a quick rain or snow shower, a high of 38. Drier, brighter by Wednesday until some late night rain or snow. And that means Thursday we're still tracking the potential for some rain mixing with snow. Temperatures will fall fast Thursday after a snowy afternoon for some. And then it's all about being bitter cold, some of the coldest air of the season yet. Friday, a high of 18 degrees will fall to two below. And even Saturday after starting sub-zero, only warming to 25, bundle up. That's your updated forecast. Here are today's top headlines. In the news, Heatley School in Green Island is closed today after a 17-year-old was killed and three others were seriously hurt in an accident Saturday night. Counselors will be at the school today from 9.30 to 2. A vigil is also planned for Tuesday night. Details on the accident have not been released. An investigation is underway. The flu continues to be a serious problem here in New York State. Last week of January, there were more than 17,000 new cases reported, more than 1,100 of those right here in the capital region. The season so far worse than last year, and we're told is on pace to top 2017 in terms of the total number of cases of flu. And remember, as the doctors always say, it is never too late to get that flu shot. A weekend shooting in Albany now being investigated as a homicide. Saturday night, officers say they were patrolling along Clinton Avenue when they saw a man firing a gun toward a home. Officers found a 19-year-old inside the home suffering from a gunshot wound. He was rushed to Albany Med where he later died. 33-year-old Daryl Smith taken into custody for that incident. Two downstate lawmakers teaming up with two major organizations today pushing for a new state law that would require people to buckle up when sitting in the back seat of a car. AAA and Albany Med, just two of the groups who are planning to hold that press conference at the Capitol, pushing for this legislation. Bills on it and the Senate and Assembly have both passed through the committee process, though, so far. And the pothole patching continues in the Capitol region. Crews will be working on the exit 6 ramp on I-787 from 1.30 this afternoon till 9 tonight. Tomorrow, there will be rolling lane closures along 787 between exits 1 and 6 as the pothole work continues. 
This morning, several thousand people in Saratoga, Warren, Washington counties are still in the dark. Nicole's got the latest on the recovery efforts. Yeah, according to National Grid, there are nearly 3,000 people still without power due to those storms in three counties. More than 160,000 customers so across the state were impacted by what's being described as extensive damage. A spokesman for National Grid says more than 1,200 employees have been working 18-hour shifts, removing trees and down wires, trying to make repairs as quickly and as safely as possible. National Grid sharing this reminder with those living in the affected areas. They do still see a wire down to consider it alive. Um, even though the storm has been multi-days, we could still have a conductor out there that could be alive. So please consider everything alive and stay away. As crews work to restore power to affected areas, everyone is reminded that warming shelters are available to those who need it. You can find a full list of warming shelters online at news10.com and stay with News 10 for the latest on the recovery efforts. Two NYPD officers are recovering from gunshot wounds this morning. After two ambush-style attacks in a 12-hour span, police believe the same man is responsible for both. The suspect captured after walking into a precinct in the Bronx early yesterday morning and opening fire. One officer was hit in the arm there. Hours before, the suspect accused of approaching a patrol van and firing shots at two officers inside, hitting one of them. Both officers are expected to survive. Police commissioner calling these attacks planned and targeted. This is not a crime gone bad. This is not a, a liquor store robbery interrupted that a tragedy erupts from. This is a premeditated assassination attempt. Commissioner says the suspect has a lengthy criminal record, including a 2002 shooting and a car theft that ended with a shootout with officers. He was paroled in 2017. All right, time now for this morning's Giving on 10. And today we're taking a look at a local church that's doing even more than they usually do to give back to the community. Talking about the Stillwater United Presbyterian Church, they provide free breakfast to all community members on the first Saturday of every month. Church members deliver dozens of egg sandwiches to local businesses in Stillwater and Mechanicville, and even donate food to the shelters of Saratoga. And they also recognize first responders and local sports teams. Doing great work. Good deal. Let us know how people are helping others where you live so we can share these stories. We love spreading the positive news. So all you have to do is send us the info and some photos to news at news10.com or put it on social media and hashtag it, giving on 10. And the Oscar goes to Parasite. Yes, an historic moment at last night's Academy Awards as Parasite became the first foreign language film yeah. ever to win Best Picture. Big, big night for them. Just one of four awards it won last night. It also won Best Director. In the acting categories, Joaquin Phoenix, Renee Zellweger, each winning for performance in a leading role for Joker and Judy, respectively. And Brad Pitt and Laura Dern taking home Best Supporting Oscars last night. And get this, it was the first for all of them except Zellweger and her first in a leading role. Do you enjoy starting the day with the Wake Up Rundown? If so, do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. It helps other people find the show and make sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed. For more of the stories in today's podcast, head to news10.com or Wake Up With 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4.30.